Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to the biggest episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast of the year, Cass. Uh, it's 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 a good time to be a Buckeye fan, obviously. Um, I'm I'm feeling like it might be 2020. I'm also feeling it might be like 2019, or it could be 2016. I like you said previously, prior to the show, this could go one of three ways. We 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 shock the world, we win, we uh play a close one, get our hearts broken, or we get absolutely you know curb stomped 31 nothing. It's um it's a multitude of ways this can go, and I. Honestly, uh, I, I'm not. I don't feel good. I don't. I kind of feel a little nervous going into this. It's. I, I know you were the confident one pregame. I'm just. I don't know how to feel because we've never. I, at least I know when we played Clemson how we've stacked up due to previous matchups. I really don't know how this is going to go with Georgia. It's. It's really tough to to say. Yeah. First off, Christmas, everybody, and you all had a great Christmas and. You did as well, Dan, and I'm right there with you when it comes to how we stacked up against Georgia. Um, I think we stacked pretty well, um, but the problem is, is how we going to execute. The whole thing about this game is we have the athletes that Georgia It's all about execution, in my opinion. I agree. Like I said, this game's going to go three ways. We're going to look like 2016 where we get the horse blow off of us. We're going to look like 2019 where we get our hearts broken. Mm-hmm. Or we completely curb stomp uh, Georgia. Now, I hope there's an in-between where we actually win in great parts of Georgia. That would be the greatest thing ever on Earth. Because I'd rather break parts of Georgia than curb stomp them. Well, I mean, it's highly likely that we would break the hearts of Georgia because they are an Atlanta sports team. Atlanta sports team, other than that weird run they've had recently with Georgia and the Atlanta Braves, 95% of the time that city gets their hearts broken. And I feel like this is a prime chance where we're going into you know Atlanta. It's a home game for them. There's no and, ifs, or buts. That's a home game for them. I don't care if it's a neutral site game. That's 100% a home game. Um, I Ohio State sold their allotment of tickets faster than Georgia. Ohio State sold more tickets than Georgia. Could it be 2014 Sugar Sugar Bowl type where it could be 50-50? Well, no, it's going to be – so it's going to probably be like about 40% Ohio State. 45, I would say 45% Georgia, and then 15% are going to be Alabama fans that just never sold their tickets. And they're going to be wearing, you know, they're going to be wearing crimson and cheering for Georgia because they're like, oh, we're in the SEC. We're all in this together. So, pretty much. much. I mean, I look at it this way I I think Ohio State's going to be up for this. I really do. I think Ryan Day, they've heard that. They've been hearing this outside where they don't they back they back the way to the college football playoff. They Brian Day can't win the big one. Uh, CJ Stroud can't win the big one. Uh, you know, they I mean we obviously don't have Travion Henderson, but you know, right now Mayan Williams is sick, but I, I 
100% believe he's going to be ready by Saturday. Do we, though? I mean, do do, do we? Or, like, uh, It's just like, so far with Ryan Day, uh, like we're not getting the clear injury reports, and I'm just concerned. Oh, should, that- why should he? That's the thing. I don't think he should. It, it, but it, it's, you know, it, I don't know. It's just frustrating when you, you, you think a guy could, you know, He's going to probably be like a seventy percent chance of playing, and then at the the entire time he was, what they weren't even going to play him at all, and it just it's it's annoying, I guess, from it, a fan's perspective. It is annoying, but I think he's going to play. Uh, we need, I think we need him to play. Um, but I, I forget. I read an article that was very very interesting. A guy that played under Kirby Smart played for Alabama. Not sure what year it was, but he put he said that ways to beat Kirby Smart when you're as an offensive player. I mean, on offense, he's a defensive player. He was mm-hmm. take what the defense gives you, use your strength against their weakness. Okay, obviously, Georgia's Georgia's strength is stopping the run. Right? Would you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. We have the best quarterback in the country. I don't care what the Heisman. When it comes to throwing the football, we have the best wide receivers in the country. Use it. Use that strength because if if you go up on Georgia, they don't have the firepower on offense to catch up. No, and I, I agree. I, I agree, Cass, because um, you know. Barstool or whatever they're saying, oh, you know, Georgia really turns it on teams when they can. But I, I disagree with that. You know, the only reason they beat Missouri is because that one cornerback chased down that running back and made the tackle at the one and it ended up, you know, getting the stop. And I believe they saved four points on that and they won by four. So that was a difference in the game. It wasn't they turned it on. They kind of kind of got lucky. Kent State didn't play great. I don't care. I don't care what they say. Um, they didn't play great against Kent State. We we absolutely obliterated Toledo, um, who won the MAC, by the way, Kent State didn't even win the MAC, didn't come close. We're not a good MAC team, in my opinion. And you know, they they, they were Kent State was in that game, um, and then obviously uh, SEC championship LSU dropped thirty on them. I know Georgia dropped fifty. That's kind of an anomaly, though. Kentucky also they beat Kentucky sixteen to. The only game they really really woke up for was the Tennessee game. And I was just, I felt like that game, it wasn't honestly indicative of how good Tennessee is. Um, I don't think that was a fair game to really rate them. I think Georgia obviously won that game well and looked impressive, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I, I, like Tennessee it, wasn't a great team this year. And they don't have wide receivers to, to take the top against Ohio State. They have two behemoth tight ends, and Brock Bowers is the leader. I mean, look. State's number two in the country against tight ends, and which is a strength on strength. Which which is great, and I, yeah. I which which I do think you know the with the tight ends. I mean, we we have so many guys like you know Tanner McAllister, Lathan <laughs> Ransom, yeah. Proctor, Sonny Styles, yeah. who can yeah, match up with those guys. Yeah. Ronnie Hickman, who's due for a big game. I mean, you look at this, and I went back and you know watched the Michigan game, and JJ McCarthy went. Deep his rollout to work. That's yeah, no, his drops were so deep. You're absolutely right. Like he was Stetson, taking 
Stetson Bennett's not as fast as J.J. McCarthy. No, if we can get a good pass rush, if we can get a pass rush with four guys, we will win that game. I Like, we will win this game with Stetson. If we can get – if I'm telling you, the key really lies between Zach Harrison and JTT and, like, maybe Michael Hall. I have an ex – I came up with a game, like a little game plan, and I hope Jim Knowles is listening. Brock Bowers is great coming off the line of scrimmage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, here's what I would do. You have five yards. Five yards. Why can't Zach Harrison? Why can't Jack Sawyer find where Bowers is lining up? And as soon as he comes off the line, you chip hit him. him. Chip you him. Hit him. Yeah, chip him. Yeah, no. Him. I agree. Uh, and uh, I, I, I agree with that. I think we need to also on the offensive side, Cass. Um, same kind of idea, and this kind of depends on the health of Mayan Williams. If we're not, if we're going to commit to throwing the ball a lot, and you know our backs maybe not be fully hundred percent, we might want to consider just having Mitch Rossi back there to pass block. Yeah. Just instead, or... instead of even just not even worry about running it, have him have him there to basically do- help double Jalen Carter, who I think is overrated. I know Urban said some good things about him. He's 6'3", 300 pounds. We have guys on our roster, same body size. He's he he's another dude. Like he only has like three sacks on the year. Michael Hall has had more sacks and he weighs ten pounds less. I I, I think honestly, we can stop Jalen Carter. It's it's the I mean the inside running does concern me. But if we have Mayan, we'll just run. We never run it inside with Mayan. We'll run an outside stretch play with Mayan. So, like, as crazy as it sounds, some of the plays that Ryan Day has in his playbook might work against the Georgia defense that didn't work against the regular Big Ten teams. I, I 100% agree. I'm trying to look at Alabama's roster from 2014. Um, the kid that played for Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen, 6-3-2-7. What did Ohio State do in that game in the Sugar Bowl? I didn't hear his name once. They motioned motioned Jeff Hireman and ran right at him. I was a defensive lineman. You know what? And I talked to my boss at work. He was also a defensive lineman. You know what got us tired? Stuff being ran right. Because eventually those one, two yards become three, four yards. I could see us almost using Stover like that too as well. Um, and then the hero might be, um, you know, uh, G. Scott Jr. Who um, – He likes to hit people. He, he does. And, you know, he's been looking <laughs> – He's, I mean, obviously he's looking for a little bit of redemption. I, I think G. Think Scott Jr. It, could be a big player. You can have Rossi and G. Scott right after Jalen Carter. I love that. Because you don't have Roquan Smith back here. No. They don't have Roquan. They're good. They got good linebackers. But use your strength. Mecca Buka, Julian Fleming, um, Armin Harrison Jr. My X Factor, Xavier Johnson. He can run. He could catch the ball, and he could catch the Why aren't we running screen passes with Xavier Johnson? If we run a screen pass, it better be in number 10's hands. That's my opinion. That's I mean, I, I think... You run, 
I think you just run right. If you're going to run, run right at him. But use your strength. Use CJ Stroud. Use the IQ of CJ Stroud to protect him. I mean, I've been saying this too. I think we need to get a, a Mecca Buka the ball. But get him the ball in space or, and get him it often. Don't get him, don't give him the ball only four or five times a game. Even if he drops a couple, just keep feeding it to him because he's going to make a big play here or there. What if we run four wide, four wide with Fleming, Stover, Marvin, and four wide with Stover, Fleming, um, Marv, and Akapuka, and you just line up Mitch Rossi in the backfield to block? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's worth a shot, honestly. I mean, we're also forgetting about Chip Trainum, you know, the go. Uh, everyone's saying he's going to have Ezekiel Elliott performance. I don't know about that. I think it's going to be Dallas. I think Dallas is going to be the, the guy. It would be hilarious. Like, I'm all for the Chip Trainum, you know, 300 yards, four touchdown game against Georgia. It would be amazing. I, I, I think that would be the greatest thing ever. Um, it's just it, – it's tough, though. It's just tough to do. This game is so hard to predict because you, like we said, there's three ways it could go. Um, I think what we're saying is we're making great points, and I think feeling a little bit better as we're talking about this, like mm-hmm. what we would do. But it's all up to the coaching staff. Do you think Kevin Wilson wants to go to Tulsa yet? No. no. I mean, I think there's a lot of guys out there. And we could see a glimpse of because in my opinion, who the two offensive coordinators are going to be, Ryan Hartline and Justin Fry. Mm-hmm. Justin Fry had a fantastic power running game. We have three power backs now. And we could run if Mayan's, you know, healthy enough to run. You have three solid running backs. Again, if you want to run the ball, run right at Jalen Carter. He's not going to beat Luke Weipler, Matthew Jones, and Donovan Jackson. All well, game what's long. what's nice is it looks like too. Matthew Jones is trending to play, which is huge. Uh, like it, with Matthew Matthew Jones back there, as opposed to you know any other anyone else, I feel way more confident. He he's reliable. He's a he's a graduate tran like a grad. He's not a graduate transfer. He's a grad student. Like he's he's an old vet. Like I I really trust him in this. I think this could be a breakout game for Matthew Jones. And my one bold prediction cast is we will see. Some cr- we will see one big trick play by Ryan Day. Uh, you know, obviously he wanted to do one in the Michigan game, and it just didn't happen. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a trick play off the bubble screen or something, a variation of a bubble screen or something like that, where it it, it turns into a trick. If that makes sense. Yeah, I completely agree. Or a fake field goal or something, a fake play or something. I think I think oh, I think Ryan Day is going to pull out all the stops in this game. Also depends on the um, game. Michigan and TCU. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. The playoffs. I think this year's playoffs are kind of getting underwritten because the two underdogs are are being looked at. Everybody's talking about just right Michigan and Georgia in, and I think Ohio State and TCU are going to play with a chip on their shoulder. Obviously, if we beat Georgia, we obviously want Michigan in the, in the national championship. Um. So, I mean, I'm ready to give my. I've been giving, trying to give my scoring score prediction. I, oh, damn, it's been on the fence a couple of weeks. Um, and I have the Buckeyes winning 38 27. I just think if Ohio State's offense can find a rhythm and our defense could get a few stops, if we can stop the Bowers, we're winning this game easily. 
Brooks is too good. He's too good. He's going to get a touchdown. I just think Ohio State's offense is just a, it's just a tad bit better than their defense. That's just my opinion. When we are have... our game. When we are our game. I have I have Ohio State 31, Georgia 30 in a freaking classic. A classic um the game where you know that this game will define Stroud. I think Stroud and and Marvin Harrison Jr. just go off with a little bit of Mecca Buka. I think um and and you know, I'll throw in a little bit of Julian Fleming. I think just that trio um and they Stover, go on. and redemption. Games. Yeah, just the three amigos. They pop off. Um, unfortunately, really hurts JSN's draft stock, uh, which is crazy. Like I posted that in our chat today. He's already he's already the fifth overall receiver. So like, like I I called it a couple weeks ago. Like once he opted out, they're going to start like you know really destroying his ranking. And I feel bad for the guy, but they're they're at it early, and he's already down to five. Like I don't think he's going to be a first rounder. I know you you strongly would believe that. I think they're gonna screw the poor kid, which uh, like it's annoying, but it's like I saw this happening. But if he goes in the second round, he's getting paired up with Justin Fields. Yeah, so it's that. I mean, that won't be the worst. It'd be thing. a win-win situation for Jack Smith to do well. And by the way, before we get into this, I'm calling out guy fans. You got uh, apparently at Jackson Smith and Jigba signing. A bunch of Buckeye fans were yelling "quitter" and uh, "you suck." And um, would we stand in line to, to get autographs from a quitter? Grow up. Like, That's wrong. The dude is, I think he's hurt, legitimately hurt. The hamstring is one of the worst unpredictable injuries ever. And look, I feel, just shut up. Just shut up. Please. Let, I know the frustrations everywhere. Like, Frustrated because we lost Michigan. Which begs my next question, Dave. We beat Georgia. This is only a scenario thing. Only this scenario. This is the only question for this scenario. TCU upsets Michigan. We beat Georgia, obviously, but we beat TCU for the national championship. How are we feeling? How are we feeling about that? I mean, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like it, it's it's phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie, Cass. It's it's still phenomenal. Uh, I'm not gonna let those skunk weasels ruin my 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 natty. Like it's fine. It, it just like it just would have been. It would have been the cherry on top. Obviously, beating them. It's that it's well, we right. would always look back right. and see see that as like a blemish. But you can't have a blemish if you're at the end of the day. You you're not. Every, yeah. Exactly. I look at it this way. It's only it's gonna a- make the rivalry better. It's a chocolate fudge sundae with just the the brownie and the ice cream. It doesn't yeah. have the it doesn't have the syrup or the cherry. Yeah, it's still like you're you're still gonna eat it. You're still gonna love it. It's just I, I agree, Cass. That's the fairest comparison. Cass, I want to get into this because um, this is it's not breaking news. It's more of a a a, a big time rumor. Earlier today, essentially the TikTok, uh, Ohio State. Players are staying at the Omni Hotel in Georgia, um, in Atlanta. Um, two two jokesters. I think they were just pr- pranking. Obviously, got in, got like behind security. We're basically running routes at like three a.m. in the hotel. 
um, by Ohio, all Ohio State's gear and everything. Like they somehow infiltrated the locker room, like the the hotel room. Um, we're then getting rumors that a camera was found at the the practice. Uh, which is a home game for the, you know, the Georgia Bulldogs. So we, we know, you know, they obviously have a contingent down there. Kirby smart, sweet, and no, we need your help. We need your help Georgia nation today. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, Jeff Snook and Tennessee Jeff are reporting that, you know, there's a big spying operation going on here uh, against the Buckeyes Cass, how are you feeling about this? And two, do you think they should take a page out of Mike Leach's playbook and then just create fake plays to give to Georgia? Because I think that would be perfect homage to Mike Leach as he did when he was at Oklahoma. Oh, well, one thing, anything I see that Tennessee Jeff posts, I find rather annoying <laughs> and like, but Jeff Snook's saying something, there has to be a little bit of truth because I don't think Jeff Snook's going to blow smoke just to blow smoke. No, it's so like, like obviously Jeff Snook too. He is, he's very, I feel like conservative on the right side of things. So he doesn't with, I feel like when he posts stuff, a lot of bucks, some, some about Buckeye nation doesn't take him seriously. Like, especially during the COVID, the whole COVID thing with his reporting. But some, Zach his Smith reporting but his reporting was pretty when it when you when you look back on it, his reporting has been pretty fair and unbiased, and he does a good job of actually, you know, presenting some interesting points, I think. Um he, he's definitely a guest I would love to have on one time. I'm not gonna lie. He's definitely like on the holy grail of guests that would be really interesting, in my opinion. Um uh, with that being said, I don't I don't know, I don't believe that they'd be spying on us. I truly don't. It's I don't think from, so either. When how ta- with how talented they are and what they've accomplished already, it seems a little weird to be spying. Not saying that you know the Patriots they did it, so it's it is what it is. But I I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of no until we lose to Georgia. Then they absolutely were spying, strip them of everything, put us in the national championship game. I I don't believe it, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's where I'm at. I agree. It, 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 at the end of the day, I'm just worried about this game because where the program's trending, um, and not necessarily where the program's trending, where all of college football is kind of trending right now because it's getting very competitive with NIL. You know, Ohio State did lose some recruits recently. Um, I'm not seeing it as like a mass exodus or anything like that. I'm just, like you mentioned before the show, we need this win. If Ohio State gets this win, all's merry in the world. You know we're, we're we're fine. We're back on track. If we lose this, it could be a while. It could be honestly, you know, until the twelve team playoff comes that we're back in it. Because I mean, that's only like another. Because I like next year, I don't see us being. I don't see us having the same opportunity we did this year, as opposed to lot like this year. I think we'll outside of the quarterback position, which has the unknown. I think they're going to be really damn good next year. But I also think Michigan's going to be really damn good next year. Uh, outside of the rest of the Big Ten, I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin might be competitive. Penn State might be competitive. But, like, I 
think we'll be right there with Michigan. I, like you said, to get back to the playoffs, it's going to be hard because we have to go to Ann Arbor next year. It's tough. And, and we have to go to South Bend, and I think they will actually be much better than Yeah, the- I do. But the quarterback is, we'll also have three games under the belt before we get to South Bend. Two or three games. So I definitely will feel a lot better. Again, we got to get through this year. And like you said, if we go on to beat Georgia, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to go win the national championship. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I feel. I agree. If we go out and beat Georgia this week, and we go out and win the national championship, we're going to get some guys. We will, we'll get our guys. But I will say, there's one guy that could save Ohio State's and I. He plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron? His name is LeBron James. And all they really have to do is say, hey, LeBron, give us some give us some cash so we can help with our NIL players, and we'll throw your logo on our jersey. I mean, I think that's a great bas- basketball option, no doubt. Um, too, we can pull it off in football. Why not? I mean, he already donates cleats and apparel. Like, my thing is, is will Ohio State say that? Because the Ohio State is their is their own Nike brand. I feel like I feel like in order for this plan to succeed, we need to get like Holtman needs to lock down Bronny Jr. If Holtman locks down Bronny Jr. Then I think that deal is a no-brainer. Handshake, you know, send it, no problem. I also think that look what the money, the Jumpman, the Jordan brand money puts in for Michigan, Florida, Oklahoma, um, you went North Carolina. I mean, it helps that you can you can do. LeBron can basically do the same thing with Ohio State. I'm from Ohio State, Duke, and maybe a couple others. I mean, I remember back in 07, LeBron came out with his uniforms. Five schools had them. Duke, Ohio State, Syracuse, Texas. And um, there's another one. I just can't think at the top of my head. But just like like LeBron can help this out. And the, pro- the problem is with NIO, it's not, there's a lot of tampering going on. And my biggest problem with coaches coming out and saying, my bull- players are being recruited by other teams. Please say the team. Don't blast. I agree. You just blast them. Yeah, why hold blast back? Because then the NCAA will step in. But until teams, until schools get thrown out, called out, NCAA is just going to continue to sit on their hands. I agree. Like I feel like I, I feel like too, like a, a program like North Carolina with Drake May, I mean, obviously, a lot of teams were rumored, and I, I feel like he was definitely tampered with, you know, obviously staying at North Carolina. But that's a guy who, you know, Mac Brown should easily say something. So, I mean, obviously, like, there's rumors with Marvin Harrison to USC. Um, I'm sure. It's not Ohio, happening, people. It's, it's not. not it, it's, there's other Ohio State guys getting getting tampered with, too. Like the, the Dallin Hayden, the Tennessee rumors, and all that craziness. 
So I, I agree, Cass. I think that's totally f- fair. If you if you can, you know, find the evidence in like, you know, either via text message or something like that and call them out, why not? I don't know. All right. So our uh, game mania, you get a you know, Fanatics gift card. Um, one of the leads where I work, compliance lead, Matt Blosser, 18 and 6. He is doing well. Cousin Jason Muncy Jr. He's in second place, and then Mark Wilson. You're in third with at fifteen and nine, and then there's a bunch of fourth place teams, and then a bunch of not, uh, nine and twelve. So, can Matt Blosser hang on? He at one point he was he was rocking up the wins, and now he's lost a couple. But I'm kind of glad we got a good turnout, thirteen teams. In the bull mania, I'm pretty happy about that. At work, I got asked to do a bull mania, and I was excited because I thought you know, I was just p- picking the spreads. And then it just asked it asked me to then rank my confidence in them from like one to forty two, like confidence picks. And I was just like, no, <laughs> like I'm confident all of them. What do you mean max on all? Like I don't know. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we just kept it simple, and you just you know pick yep. the winner, move on. Yeah. Um. Ohio sports betting starts January 1st. I'm excited. Um, I mean, hopefully I can bet on the natty. Uh, honestly, that is something. Wink, wink. Now I'm thinking big picture. Vegas, Vegas, absolutely. Wow, I just, this is, I just, this blew my mind, Cass. Uh, Vegas wants Ohio State to win, I think. Now I'm thinking about this because... Because sports betting is illegal January 1st. Game takes place January 8, 8 o'clock. Like this is the last game possible before sports betting is legal. There might be a chance if this game runs over that you might be able to legally sports bet on this game in Ohio on January 1st once it hits midnight. I'm just – this game starts at 8 o'clock. Like if this is a five-hour game, some, some games can be – if we're throwing the bowl a lot, it will be long. Like games where you throw the ball a lot, they last longer in college. Like it's just a fact. And ESPN has the long t- longest TV commercials. And the also, yeah. I saw eighty percent of the money. Like when I when I when I went on a FanDuel, about around eighty percent of the, the money is on Georgia. So like that means it's Vegas' best interest for Ohio State to win in that case because it's they would basically be taking all that premium. So. Yeah, I can't wait. January second, I'm going to the casino, and I'm going to watch all the bowl games, and then watch the Bengals and Bills when I get home. It's beautiful. How about Mac Jones trying to cheap shot Eli Apple on a dead dead? Like, Mac Jones. It, it, it was fine. I, I guess I don't know. It's to be fair, he got absolutely destroyed like a week before. So I think it was almost that was almost like a PTSD moment where he was just like, Oh, if I don't hit someone on this, I'm gonna get hit. So let me hit someone. <laughs> so that's all I've got this week, man. Oh, Buckeyes play Northwestern and hoops in basketball for New Year's Day, which is a which you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. I we should win that one by every metric. Um, 
I hope we win it, but I feel like that's also one we could drop. Um, we'll see. <laughs> if we beat Georgia, if we beat Georgia, this is what I'll say: if we beat Georgia, we lose to Northwestern. If we lose to Georgia, we beat Northwestern in basketball. We will not have both. Lady Buckeyes are up forty-four thirty-one right now. Nice. The Lady Buckeyes be fourteen and up. Very good. You love to see it. Yeah, you definitely love to see it. I hope everybody has a great New Year. Happy New Year. Enjoy the game. Go beat the dogs. Beat the dogs. Um, you know, we're gonna win this. Just a little nervous, but it's it's like I'm feeling almost like 2014 nervous. If that makes sense, it it feels a lot like 2014, where like I feel like we don't even have a shot. Um. I'm still pricking us to win, but like it's just it's weird. I don't know. I can't describe the feeling I have. It's not the Clemson game. It's not the Clemson game from 2019. It, it it's like it's like it, if anything, it's 2014. I would say, but um, we'll just wait and see. Um, in CJ Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr., I trust. So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. And always go Bucks and beat the dogs.